and Miss Doris, it, you just your words keep ringing in my yes. ears. The yes, people that really need to hear this, we're going to believe God right now that they will hear it. And who I'm talking to specifically are moms right now, D.C., because for mothers, whether you're single or whether you are married, when somebody else steps in and disciplines your child, mm-hmm. you feel, and, and this morning, as you were disciplining Deuce, I felt, I did, I felt almost disciplined as well. And I, because of that nurturing instinct, I didn't, but I wanted to step in and I wanted to fix it for him. I wanted to pull you back. But I understand that it, this is, this is the pain as a mother and as a woman that I have to endure so that he can become the man that he needs to be. Yeah, and I, and I, and I get that. I understand it. But there's also a flip side because it took two to make a child. And a lot of times when you have men in situations who are not with the women anymore, sometimes the men will drop the ball a lot. Right. In other words, there's men who are out there that are completely capable of taking care of their kids, but they didn't put up enough of a fight with the woman to say, look, I'm not going to let you run me out of my kid's life. Right. You know, because a lot of times, you know, men will, men will take that, that, that wimp clause, mm-hmm. I like to call it, where, okay, well, since you're going to do all that, I'm going to just go ahead on, and the only person that really suffers is the kid. Right. You understand? If my son, if you and I were split. Right. And you were nutting up. And I couldn't really get a grasp or a hold on my kid the way I needed to because I had to continue to deal with you. Then I'm going to have to deal with you as long as I have to. Right. Because I have to understand that my child's life is hanging in the balance. Right. So with your your relationship and my relationship is going to have to come to a place where we're going to have to be in some type of unanimity. Right. To where we can actually raise this kid to be the productive human being that we need him to be. So a lot of times, and I think... Uh, 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 Miss Pam said it the best when she said a lot of people are putting themselves before those kids, whether right. it be mother or father. Right. What she's saying is once you bring a kid into the world, mm-hmm. it is your responsibility, not the system, you know, not the, the federal government, uh, all this aid and stuff, which is supposed to be a hand up and you've been on it for, for the whole 18 years. It is not those people's responsibility to see to it that your kid has everything that they're supposed to have. Mm-hmm. You know, that is your responsibility. And unless you take that responsibility on like an adult, mm-hmm. not just the mother, because God knows, you know, mothers have enough to deal with when they're single mothers. And when these kids get to be men, at, you know, like Deuce Christmas, you can look at it right now and see if I, was, if I wasn't in there. Yeah. He'd bow up some. Yes, he would. But he knows that if he bows up, that I'm right over the curb letting him know. But it, it ain't but one man in here. That's right. Right now. And once you get to be a man, you got to get your stuff and get out of here. Mm-hmm. You need to have your own home. Right. Because you can't run nothing in my home. Right. Nothing. Nothing. And, and mothers, <laughs> you and, know, and mothers, mothers sort of cower to that a little bit because we don't want to. You know, we don't want to hurt them. We don't want to Absolutely. hurt their feelings. And then we compensate Absolutely. for Absolutely. what they didn't have. Absolutely. So what I would like to do is, is challenge those fathers out there that look, you know, whatever you have to do 
to get along with your baby's mother, mm-hmm. you know, uh, 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 the mother of your child, you know, you have to do it. You know, you have to do it because if you decide that I'm not going to put up with her, then your child is going to suffer. And you will have to deal with it eventually by going into the prison system to see him mm-hmm. because you weren't strong enough to try to get that situation resolved with, 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 with the relationship. Mm-hmm. You know, because once you split, you have to go ahead and come to grips and accept that, look, we're not together anymore. Right. You know, at some point, the woman is going to have to get that, and you're going to have to get that. Or, the, or you know? both, both whoever is at, at the root of it, whoever can't let go, whether yeah, it's the man or the woman. Yeah, if somebody can't let go, you're going to have to see that person through mm-hmm. letting it go. Right. And we've because. got and we've got we've got a really really good friend who really really keeps it real and talks about this very situation mm-hmm. and talks about as the woman and they were in a relationship and she realizes today that she manipulated that she did a lot of things wrong and they have a son together mm-hmm. and the dad simply dropped out of the son's life at about 3 years old Go. 4 years old Maybe five at the most. But gone. he was still around. He just left the city and, you know, you know, they had some challenges. there. Mm-hmm. And she said, now I look back on it and I realize that I was the root cause of him dropping out. And you've got to be able to own that. Whatever, whatever party is the root cause, you've got to be able to own that. And now we're dealing with a young man who's turning into a young man who has no real guidance on how to become a young man who's angry, who doesn't want to be told anything by anybody. So this is a challenge and this is a struggle that you may think it's not affecting you because maybe it's not at your house, but it's really affecting, it's affecting your community. It's, aff- it's affecting it's the affecting, community. It is affecting our very lives. Well, when you look at the situation, Carlette, where there are institutions out there now building prisons to house people, mm-hmm. it is a new form of slavery. What they are doing is they are instant. Basically, what they're doing is 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 taking people and housing them for money. Mm-hmm. I mean, you right. know, when you look at it, and I'm gonna tell you right now, uh, if you really want to really get a, a a real good grasp of a situation like this, you can read an article by Tennessee Coates that I read. That was a very interesting article, man. It is a deep, deep, profound article of a brother talking about. Uh, a bunch of stuff, and it, it, it's really talking about the, the, the making the case for reparations. But it is, uh, it is an interesting read, right? And to we say just, the least. We have to grab hold of our young people. However, we got to do it. You know, we've got to do it, and women have got to stand up and say, "I need help." And and when you say you need help, but you can't. Let, let me back you up right there. You need to ask for help when the child is eight, nine years old. When the child is sixteen, seventeen, basically, you, that's wrapped. You know, because that child is making his own decisions, and he's been allowed to for that long. So, so a man can't come in and it's, man it's, him? The, the equivalent of that is like, let's say you you need all change in your car, mm-hmm. right? And you never do anything. Then the engine starts knocking. Then sooner or later, the wheels fall off, and then you call somebody and say, "Hey, my car's broke. The engine's gone. It has no wheels. It's too late. Mm-hmm. Take it to the junkyard." You know that's is it, you know, but don't. I'm not saying take your kid to the junkyard, but you understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It can be fixed, but it's going to take a lot of work that somebody's at that point, you're going to probably need some, some money mm-hmm. to get that person dealt with. And, and, you know, the type of money you're going to need is probably going to be 
you're probably not going to have it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And so that's why maybe this conversation is really critically important as, you know, kids are on summer vacation and we're seeing a whole lot of things going on. And, and, and one caller said it, you know, parents are going to work, coming home. I think Ms. Cora, you know, especially single parents and, and married parents too. You know, we go to work, we come home. And we're tired. We don't necessarily know what our kids have been doing for the course of the day. And so we have got to be, we, each person, I think, in the gist of this conversation has to locate themselves. And you've got to say, you know what, I could be okay, as Miss Cora said, if somebody corrects my child correctly. And you've got to really, really understand that most, most adults most, I, I would say most, in, in most neighborhoods, are not going to say or do anything to hurt someone else's child. I Absolutely. mean, I just don't, that's, that's, I don't believe good. that. Yeah, that's good. That's good. And so, however that person deals with your child, hopefully we will all find a way to respect those young people, but really speak a word into their lives so that we see them going to the cliff. We know that if they fall off the, the cliff, there is certain death or danger or harm and we say to them listen back away from the street some I mean I think that's great you guys are playing ball having a good time but could you back away from the street some you're gonna somebody could get hurt or when you see a car coming get out of the street or when you see a car Completely. coming yeah and these kids now have no sense of no sense of urgency to move out of a car's path well, that's a whole nother deal, because I tell you, I don't like that slow moving. Right. And it's not patience either. It's slow moving. Mm -hmm. And I have to tell him all the time, I have to pull his coat, buddy, you're moving way too slow. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm asking you to do something, and you're moving like you got, you know, you're moving too slow. Right. That irks me. And those are things, these might be small things, but they're things on, on their face that have to be taught. And then, so the last thing that I really guess I want to say about this is that Parents have to own it. And I'm looking at myself, and I'm looking at some of the things that Young Deuce Christmas does. And last night in my meditation time, I started thinking, you know, a lot of the things that he's doing, am I doing that? Is, is that where he's getting it from? You know, so, like, I come home, and sometimes I might not just put my stuff up right away. Sometimes I just might leave it in the path, you know, or leave it on the counter or, you know, put something here or there and I'm my intention is okay I'll get it later and so I said to myself as I was asking him to get his room straightened up what is he seeing what am what am I modeling the reason why I use me is because dad is very very neat and very very organized so I got to look at myself and I got to say what am I what am what is he modeling what am I doing to add to this yeah the old adage do what I say not what I do. It hadn't worked. It ain't going to never work. And so we've got to own where we are in the process. And until you can be honest with yourself, like I'm trying to do, even being honest with yourself is a process. Trust me, that hurts. That feels like being disciplined when you've got to try to be honest with yourself. So this stuff, it ain't easy. If it was easy, then we would have a lot of productive parents. We'd have a lot of productive kids. But guess what? How do we get to it? Just like we have this morning. We just open up the dialogue. We start to talk about it. We start to think about it. 
And then we start to say, okay, where am I? Where am I in the process? What am I doing? Even with listening, am I listening? Am I modeling listening? And then when I listen, do I follow the instructions? Kids don't do what we say. They do what they see us do. And that's just the way that it is. And I'm going to tell you, it's hard. It's, it's hard. It's hurtful. But being honest with yourself is the only way that you can get free. Acknowledging that you have a problem is the only way that you can begin to fix it. And that's just the way that it is. And I tell you what, this has been an incredible conversation. One that I walk away from feeling that I've learned a little bit more. I learned something. I took some things away this morning that I can use that will hopefully make me a better person in my community, a better parent, and raise kid, a kid that is productive. Thank you guys so much. Thank all of the callers that called in with your wisdom and your information in your heart this morning. Thank you guys. You were smart, you were thoughtful, and you were right on point. And we thank you, each of you, for making the decision to pick up and join the conversation. Thank all of you who listened. We hope that this is the warmest and the very best part of your morning. We hope that every single day. We love you so much. God loves you even more than that. Don't forget, love yourself and love somebody else. Love on somebody else and be the change that you want to see is what Mahatma Gandhi says, and we do too. Change starts with you and it starts with me. For Young David Christmas, for Big David Christmas, I'm Carlette Christmas. Have a great and a safe Tuesday. And God willing, we'll see you right back here on Wednesday. Thanks, everybody. You're listening to On Point Talk with Carlette Christmas. The Bigger Show. And the official OPG Network. Our goal is to encourage, uplift, and enlighten you one conversation at a time. You've been On Point Talk with Carlette Christmas, the official... OPT Network. Our mission is to encourage, uplift, and enlighten you one conversation at a time. We invite you to join us Monday through Friday from 7 30 